Hester. Inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back as I get the overview <laughs> out of here. Holy crap, it's been a week. It's been one heck of a week for news. Yes. Um, but nonetheless, speaking of week, we have one week left until the NFL draft. I'm very excited, but I know the guy on my right on the screen is very, very excited as well. Ben, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. Like you said, one one week from the draft, the draft will probably be, I don't know, pick 12, 13 at this time come draft day, yeah. uh, this time next week. I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready for it to come, but it's smoke screen season as we've seen. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um I'm doing great though. The draft couldn't have come at a better time. That's like right before finals for me too. Yeah. So ugh, it's gonna the be weather. Awesome. Yeah, the weather's been the weather at least here in Bloomington's been nice. I'm sure you can hear my allergies a little bit come through, but it's been good. I'm just excited <laughs> for the podcast. I know we had to push it back a day just because of some circumstances and stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to be on here talking draft with you today is basically the theme of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, adding on to that, um, so, okay, so we did this last week, I think, and I want to just continue doing this. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys the order of um, what we're going to be covering in today's podcast episode. And if you guys feel like, um, you know, skipping ahead or anything like that, feel more than okay to do so. Mm -hmm. We're going to cover the weekly news. Um, We're also going to cover NFL draft hot takes where we kind of... Well, you'll see. And then we're just going to do College Corner. And then we're going to do Weddle. Um, Like I said, it's been a long week. And we have an even longer week ahead of us as far as the NFL draft week goes. As far as Thursday goes of next week, um, our draft show is happening. So we're going to have an extra long show going on next week. It should be a ton of fun. Um, I'm going to lock myself in my room and just watch the draft. That's just purely how it's going to go. Um, yes, so, as it should. without further ado, let's get into our first segment. Ryan and Ben bring you weekly news. All right, so weekly news here. We've got a lot of it. Um, Buda Baker has requested a trade. Um, for those of you that don't know who Buda Baker is, that's the Cardinal safety. Um, pretty, pretty good as well. Um, also, another reference that you guys might understand is Buda Baker was the guy that had that interception that DK Metcalf mm-hmm. tracked down. Uh, so that's Buda yeah. Baker. He's, he's very good as a safety. Um, you know, the Eagles have had, um, you know, mutual intu- interest in Buda Baker. So we'll see if they, and you know, the rich do indeed become richer. Um, but I mean, overall, I just want to say, Hey, bears fans be quiet. Okay. Not <laughs> uh, he's, 
I understand he's available, but chill out. Okay. Um, not going to be a bear. So, um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Something exciting for Eagles fans, just because, I mean, you get to upgrade the secondary after uh, losing CJ Gardner Johnson (laughs) in free agency. I mean, just sub them in. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you would have told me going into the off season that the secondary looks the same, if not better uh, after, you know, a week before the draft or, my guess is he gets traded on draft night. But, like, if yeah. you were to tell me that the secondary looked better, you know, after then, I, w- I would have called you a liar. But, yeah, I mean, here we are. And, yeah, and like you said, you said he's been pretty good. He's been one of the best. Uh, the last three seasons, he's had three straight Pro uh, – I think it's three straight Pro Bowls. And I know for a fact he's had um, two straight All-Pros, first team All-Pros. So, good for him. Um, if that doesn't tell you how good this guy is – I, yeah. I really don't know what, but any team that ends up getting him is, is going to be, you know, is is getting a stud. It's just a matter of a contract with him. Um, he, he wants to get paid like he's one of the top safeties in the league because he is. And for some reason, the Cardinals aren't. The Cardinals, and we'll get into it during the offseason. All I'm going to say is um, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing Eagles related, um, Jalen Hurts has been extended before Lamar Jackson, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. Five years, $255 million. That's kind of cheap. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah. Well, (laughs) It's funny that you say that because that that makes him the highest paid quarterback or the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, But the way the cap is structured, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. Um, Like with all of his like stuff being converted to signing bonuses and – um, all the cap magic that that Howie ends up doing, um, like annually, it's only going to count. I think it's only like twenty five million. Like annually, is actually going to be going towards the cap. Um, when technically, if you were to look at the contract, it's fifty one million a year. But again, with like the signing bonus and all the bonuses that are built in, and the way that Howie like worked around it, he's going to actually account for less against the team's cap over the course of the next four years and what Daniel Jones is accounting for. So yeah. it's, it's great. I knew it was going to happen, but honestly, I'm just happy that it came before all the other extensions. Like you said, Lamar still hasn't been paid. So once he gets paid, it's going to be higher than this. You know, Absolutely. Herbert still has to get paid. Burrow has to get paid. So I, I'm just glad that the Eagles were the first to the ship to do it because once he's doing it, every contract after this is going to be more and more and more and more because everyone wants to be the highest paid player in NFL history. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad we were able to, uh, we were able to get it done before those guys uh, signed their extensions. So for sure. Um, speaking of extensions, bills and kicker, Tyler Bass have agreed to a four year, $21 million extension. Um, solid extension for a guy that deserves it. Pretty good kicker. Nothing really else to expand on there. Um, so Allen Robinson has been traded to the Steelers for a seventh-round pick swap. Okay, so essentially um, the, the Steelers have made a lateral move almost. They, they traded away Claypool to get Allen Robinson, which is <laughs> awesome, I guess. Well, they... Um, but they got a second-round pick out of it, so that's yeah. good. So um, now I'm going to dive in a little bit more as far as trade rumors go. Um, so apparently Aaron Rodgers has told his agent it's either jets or nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, so things could change, but it's definitely not good for green Bay. Um, this is according to NFL notifications on Twitter. 
Um, so they said that they could either option A, trade Rodgers for whatever the Jets are willing to give and still pay him $40 million. Option B, Rodgers can retire and they could still pay him $40 million. Mm-hmm. And then option C, Rodgers can be Jordan Love's backup and force Green Bay to pay $68 million. What a hole that Green Bay has dug themselves <laughs> into. I yeah. love it. I I, I mean, just, I it. love it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, first off, let me just say, okay, so option A, I think everybody's happy. I think, uh, you know, the Jets are happy because they got their for, quarterback. Yeah, yeah I think uh, – Green Bay is going to be happy just because they got a little something out of it. Um, and everybody else is happy because they get to see this situation clear up before he retires. Um, option B would include him retiring, which would just be everybody except for the Jets being happy. Um, but you could see potentially a draft night trade up. If this trade isn't going to happen, you know, maybe you see a move for Lamar or, or you know, other quarterback candidates that's available on the market um who knows i mean i don't think matt ryan is signed with the team so if you're the jets do you even think about that i'm just kidding um so you know even with that just something to keep in mind um the next thing a little bit younger quarterback prospect that could potentially also be on the market and somebody i would definitely look at if i'm the jets uh trey lance has been made available by the 49ers and the vikings (laughs) I've had trade talks surrounding him. Ben, what are your thoughts, man? Well, it, it makes me laugh if the Jets end up doing that uh, because they would have done all that hullabaloo to get to pick two and then end up the dude being picked to pick three being yeah. your franchise guy. Um, that being said, I would be surprised if the Jets are in on that one specifically. Um, but a case that I've kind of um, I've liked, and we'll get into it when we get to the college corner because we'll go over a whole bunch of different stuff over there um but the texans trading you know a third or second or third round pick for him because if anyone knows him it's going to be D'Amico ryan who was been in that building with him the last two years yeah trade a second or third round pick for him and draft will anderson or Jalen carter too so i i think if anything i think that's realistic but we'll see if i'm the niners i would not take a sec uh, i'd maybe take a second round pick for him i wouldn't take a third if the third they're is all you're getting for first is what, what the rumor is. They're looking for a first. I'd be surprised if they get a first for him. Um, I mean, maybe if a team like the Buccaneers per se, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if the Buccaneers are like, we don't have any options here at 19. Um, maybe I could see that. I'd be surprised if they get a first for him. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I've been on the Trey Lance train. Uh, at one point, I was like the conductor of the Trey Lance train. Me um, too. Oh, <laughs> But actually, no, not really. Yeah. I don't think I was high on him that much. <laughs> I think, well, the issue the issue yeah. is is Purdy might not even be like ready to go for training camp with his yeah. surgery. That's so a little now you yeah. exactly. So then you enter the season trading Trey Lance and a hurt Purdy who might not even be like playing like preseason at that point. Mm-hmm. Would you have Josh Johnson <laughs> as your starting quarterback? No, so I, I I don't know. Unless you're, I think unless you're certain that Purdy's good to go, if you're in the Niners, you just don't make the trade unless someone's offering you that first round pick. Which again, I don't think. I think it'd be crazy if a team did. So, do you dare if you're the if you're the Forty Niners mm-hmm. with Brock Purdy's, you know, position being uncertain, 
do you dare take a strike or t- take a swing at uh, somebody like, I don't know, Hendon Hooker later? <laughs> but that wouldn't do anything because Hendon Hooker is not going to play the season because he, he has a torn he's, ACL. He's out as well. I didn't know what yeah. his stat was because I knew it was going to be yeah. a little bit longer. I didn't know if it was he might, be a bit sooner, though. He might he might be able to play at the beginning of the season, but like he wouldn't do training camp either. So like yeah. it's just they're in a really not good situation if you trade away Trey, Trey Lance right now. It, it and that's tough because both guys, Purdy and Trey Lance, could be good starting quarterbacks in the NFL. But yeah, you know, you're looking to trade away one of them, one of them might not even be able to play this season. So I don't yeah. quite know what they're gonna do down there. So just gotta get the ball know. rolling at some point, though. You know, it might be a little I, smoke. Who knows? You know. Yeah. Well, the famous I think it was Bill. I think it was Bill Parcell who has this famous line: "If you have two quarterbacks, you have none." Um, it, it's because these guys are fighting, and it's just not going to play well. And obviously, one of them clearly hasn't shown to be that guy in the room. Yeah. So again, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. So we'll see. We'll see how that situation goes. And. I don't know. Maybe we'll get trade done draft night for a second or third round pick, but I'm willing to bet all of the money in the world that Trey Lance does not get a first. Yeah, no, I, I'm thinking maybe second round compensation as well, yeah. Um, yeah. which isn't bad. But you know what is bad, and, and I'm about to share it with you and brace uh, yourself. As you pull it up, just real quick to your Aaron Rodgers point. Um, yes, just like real quick, nothing crazy. Um, uh, Clayus Campbell came out, who's now a Falcon, uh, formerly of the Ravens, said that um, Rodgers actually reached out to him before he signed with the Falcons and said, come to the Jets and come and win the chip with us. So like you said, sounds like Jet, it sounds like he's all in on the Jets, it's just or none. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is bad. This bad. is really bad. Bad, bad. So the Cardinals have officially – Got new uniforms. Um, wow. Kyle Gagliardi coming and saying, what's better, two quarterbacks or one in Chicago? P.J. Walker, I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so these Cardinals uniforms, um, this is horrible. And, and and let me just say, like, it's they it, lost where, their flair, the creativity? man. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, if you're going to throw everything out and bring in the new, like you just said, it needs to be creative. This is just horrible. So, I mean, looking at the first one, right, clearly what they're, they're away uniform. So this is not horrible, but also not flashy at all. There's no um, originality in this. There's nothing that is out of the ordinary for this other than the tiny details saying bird gang and the Cardinals on the opposite sides, maybe on the, on the shoulders or wherever. Um, not a great Jersey altogether. Um, no. I don't understand why this is an upgrade, but sure. Could Next up. I'm a... those, those black What's jerseys up? for me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll it's get the to the reverse yeah. of the white. Yeah. It's so it's uh, um, uh. so you're looking at the alternates in the red. It's all red. And then it just says Arizona across the chest with protect the nest in the, in the collar. But nobody's going to see that. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to see that. So there's no mm-hmm. point in that. Um, so, I mean, seeing Arizona and, and just, I mean, cool, I guess, whatever. 
the black ones are the coolest ones, but they're just they're just so bland. That's hey, not well, at the, all. The, I'm the red very ones are the worst one. I absolutely agree. And it's funny because I went to um <laughs> I went to for those who don't know much about me, um I uh originally came from Tucson. That's where I'm from Tucson, Arizona. We had a local high school called the Ravens there in, in Arizona, which is ironic. And mm-hmm. as soon as th- these look like high school jerseys, Absolutely. and if you, if, if I'm going to if watch this guys, they look like this, the white, they look like this is the local high school that I'm That's, like, that yeah. I would have went to. They, they look exactly like this. And I'm like, it just, it, it just blows. <laughs> Kyle Gagliardi mind. tuning in here. Um, I think a 12-year-old could design better jerseys. He said, I actually think I've created better jerseys than Madden. Exactly. Not anytime recently. So That's one of my biggest gripes about Madden. Give me back my creativity <laughs> on franchise mode. Anyways, uh, by the way, if you guys really feel like supporting Overtime Sports Network, who has had us on since basically the beginning of the podcast, yep. um, please, please, please go and give Pod on the Mark on Twitter or um, on the Mark Wrestling Podcast a follow or just a look if you guys are interested in professional wrestling fantastic yes. show um just such a great great show i love it the thing is is that every single time that they're live on thursdays more than likely i'm closing so i'm not going to be able to watch yeah. um so i've got to get my schedule figured out man got to clearly make my way over to the otm show and uh, comment live mm-hmm. to let everybody know that i'm here but uh yeah great show um but yeah absolutely we're feuding on twitter right now um, why is that you know so uh just because you know a certain i i may or may not have forgotten to follow them on our twitter page for the pigskin unbelievable so, well it's my well, bad speaking of overtime i mean if you guys are listening you guys enjoy our football content pretty sure there's an overtime football show not just ours is another one um but there's also a college basketball one which i mean college basketball is over now um, but when it comes back around, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff under the overtime umbrella. So if you guys like our content, go and check it out, go and find them on Twitter. Um, yeah, great people over there too. Great yes. people. And you'll see that in the shows and everything like that. Cause when you meet great people, they let out that aura. So, um, without further ado though, there is the next segment of the show and that would be um the pigskin pick on nfl draft bold takes this <laughs> i had this idea earlier this week yes i was like i okay i've got a lot um oh looking for someone to run the otsn twitter hey man we'll sh- who knows because I, I gotta keep up with <laughs> uh anyways yeah. yeah so um you know if you're interested in that position as well um, I'm sure just hit up Kyle Gagliardi on Twitter or just shoot us a DM and I'll be able yes. to get you guys in touch. Um, anyways, so NFL draft hot takes. Now here's the big update of the week. As far as, hey, this is the big story. Um, I mean, brand new, it's... new content every single week with the draft. And with yes. that, I mean, now we could talk about where we think people are going to fall and everything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we mock draft every week so keep an eye out on our last one that we're doing this week as well so um this one i i'm imagining that we probably do something very realistic so keep an eye out on that later um but as far as you know maybe a little bit of fantasy maybe a little bit of realism ben i'm gonna just ask you to start us off man yeah yeah 
Yeah, um, and then to this point, again, there's the, they will still be bench college corner, and there's some football stuff that we'll kind of touch on here at this point in the pod. Um, but definitely when you when we get to the next segment, there's going to be more of it because there's been some news surrounding some prospects that we'll get to a little bit later. Um, yeah. But first off, um, throughout this entire process, some dude that was like really high in draft boards, I like probably two weeks before going into the um, combine and has kind of just steadily fallen off. We haven't heard much about uh, that's Georgia Tech's uh, D-line. I'm going to call him a D-lineman because he can play three-tech or edge. Um, I think he's going to go first round. I I think he's going back end of first round, and I have not heard anyone talk about it. And the reason I think that is because the combine, um, like invitations, when you look at the list, it's like the top four quarterbacks. It's like Jackson, it's JSN. It's like the it's uh, like Christian Gonzalez, Devin Wither, uh, Witherspoon. It's like the top guys, and it's yeah. everyone that like everyone like even if you don't follow football, you know who these guys are. And then Keon White, and I, it was very odd to me that they invited Keon White and then a whole bunch of like top fifteen guys. Um, I also just like Keon White, and I think the teams at the back end of the draft, um, especially someone like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Eagles, are probably going to value his ability to go from three tech and edge. But I, I think he's going round one. But believe me, guys, there's there's a, a hot one in here that we'll get to a little bit later. So, okay, understandable. Um, I haven't done a lot of personal research on it, but I can totally understand. Yeah. Um, for a big name that everybody knows, uh, Jalen Carter, I believe that he won't you be it? there at nine. Okay. Despite trade rumors surrounding the mm-hmm. Bears pick. Um, there's a lot of spec, um, speculation about the Bears trading back to the Steelers if they're available. There's also a lot of confusion because at one point the Bears were like, yeah, we're going to take Jalen Carter with the ninth pick if he's there. Um, but there's a heavy underline that a lot of people are talking about that needs to be talked about a little bit more, and that's if he's there. It, he yeah. won't. Um, I'm seeing a lot, but ultimately I think the teams are going to trade up ahead of the yeah. Bears. Uh, before anything, because let's face it, if the Bears aren't going to trade it, if the Bears don't pick it, and if somebody else doesn't make a move prior to nine, the Eagles going to clearly take him there at ten. Um, I, so I'll at least mm-hmm. say he'll be gone within the top ten, but he won't be there at nine. That's where that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. But he definitely will not be there at ten. So I well I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up trading to. I think it's five with the Lions, the Eagles. Um, yeah. We'll get to that a little bit later, but you know, keep Absolutely. that in the back here. Well, actually, you know what? Perfect segment. We'll get into it right now. Um, I don't think either the Texans or the Eagles would be picking at the current spots in the draft. Both their top ten picks. Um, the Texans are actually at number two. Um, I don't think they will pick there. There's been a lot of speculation um, about a quarterback prospect falling down boards, which we'll get into. Um, mm. Which leads me to believe the Texans probably won't be picking it too if they're picking a quarter like if they're not picking a quarterback i think they trade out and if they are picking a quarterback i wouldn't be surprised to see them trade up to number one um and that was a big thing coming out i i know there's a big thing coming out is you know the panthers you know might trade back or something um i wouldn't be surprised if they if they swap one and two and the texans go up and um get a certain someone, which we'll get into a little bit later. And then the Eagles, I don't think they pick at 10. Um, I think if they want Jalen Carter, they're going to trade up to five with the Lions. And if they don't trade up, 
I don't think the board's going to fall in a beneficial way for them at 10 uh, yeah. to the point where they'll probably trade back like somewhere just right in front of the Buccaneers um, to pick a guy they want. We'll get into why I think in front of the Buccaneers later. So, but yeah, yeah I don't think either the Texans or the Eagles would be picking it at their current spots and that's two and 10. My next one, I think you're going to be a little shocked just because of how <laughs> I've been on his stock uh, throughout the entire draft process yes, and even yes. Uh, yes. during the scouting combine and everything. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba will oh. fall into the late teens and early 20s in my projections. I know. I, I know. You were expecting else. Lucas. You were expecting I was. Lucas. I was. I was hoping for Lucas. Yeah. You're I'm not. Uh, no. I'm sticking with that. Um, I don't think he's going. I don't think. Lu, I don't think Lucas is going top ten anymore. But I definitely think he'll be gone within before twenty. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, JSN. I think that he's going to fall into the late teens and early twenties. And I think that um, there's going to be a huge wide receiver fall off wow. yeah. into the second. So we're talking like Quentin Johnson to like the Chiefs in the last pick of the first round, and then you'll still mm-hmm. have like Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison in the early second. Um, yeah. So ultimately. Huge wide receiver fall off. Um, you're looking at Josh Downs potentially last or like lower second round, early third round yeah. in my projection. So, well, it's funny that you say that because for that reason, I think that's probably why JSN is going to go a little bit sooner because at least around the NFL, it seems like that he's like clear wide receiver one and then everyone else. Um, and I think like that premium, like him being like the premium number one, probably is why he gets picked earlier than. That, but I absolutely wouldn't be shocked if teams are like, eh, we'll wait because we don't see him as like this number one. Have to go up and get him. Yeah. So here, hold um, on. It's, so it's, it's somebody that I, I definitely am hoping that the Bears can pick up. So this might just be wishful <laughs> thinking, but I think that there's some actual logic behind it um, mm-hmm. as far as JSN falling. Um, a lot of people have him going within the top 15. Um, I guess I can understand that for sure, just because you do have a couple wide receiver needy teams. Plus, I think at 15 is Green Bay. Um, if they can get a guy like JSN, that's pretty solid upgrade, I believe. And if not, hey, I, I know this sucks as a Bears fan. So any Bears fans that are listening are just thinking, like, what the heck is this guy on? But ultimately, what I'm thinking is the more good wide receivers that you have, the better. And there cannot be any kind of, like, there's there's this mentality going around to where like there's a limit on good receivers there isn't Mm -hmm. so when you do have romeo dobbs and christian watson on the uprising then you have a guy you bring in a guy like jsn now you're setting up jordan love to have a little bit better success than what he would be right now um but i'm not just talking green bay i'm talking I mean, if Chicago wants to go that route and reset that rookie clock on one of their guys, they can go and do that. Heck, let's look at a couple other teams. Let's look I, yeah, at I the think Chargers, 20, right? Oh, Chargers. Let's look at the oh, Chargers. Wow. I'd be surprised. I was going to say 20, I think, is probably his his cutoff because I'm saying the they Seahawks, could that's true. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. I mean, we've seen – I mean, while speed isn't really his game we've seen that they value that and yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they traded up um you know to jump someone to get him if they really like him but not only that but there's also another team that i could see as a dark horse to trade up to get jackson smith and Minnesota. not minnesota not minnesota that's why new york giants i wouldn't be surprised for that either yeah that's the thing nobody's talking about that the fact that if if he's falling 
and I'm the Giants, I'm not even taking a risk to say maybe he'll get to us. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking let's go get him before somebody else does because that might be a little bit more of an avalanche, but I'm just saying go get the guy instead of waiting on him because there's a pretty hefty fall off when it comes to Jackson Smith and Jigba Mm -hmm. and Quentin Johnston. I love both of them. I think I I like Quentin Johnston, but at the same exact time, he's not the guy that JSN is. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an Ohio State fan. It's just because JSN is just that good. Uh, People are saying that he can – he can change as far as a wide receiver room. He can ultimately change that in just one pick. So just something to think about for sure. Um, But not only that, Ben, you've got the floor for the next one. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. Like you said, again, I wouldn't be surprised if he falls a little bit to the teens or early 20s. Um, I think that's probably a sweet spot for him. I think anything Mm -hmm. before that's probably a reach. Again, this wide receiver class is iffy. But yeah, I I, I think like between like 15 and like – 22 is probably a sweet spot for him because I think the reason I say 22 is because I think if the Giants want him, they're going to trade up to get him. Um, So that's, I'm not saying a team picking like 23, 24, 20. I'm not saying those guys couldn't get him. I'm just saying if they want him, they'd trade up. So yeah, to your point, I think 15 to 22 is like the sweet spot for him. So at least in my opinion. So I agree with you on that. Um. I think this is probably the hottest one of my takes, um, and I, I think we're seeing it a little bit more. Um, I think the Titans are going to trade up with the Cardinals, and I think they're going to take a quarterback. I would not at all be surprised to see that happen. And I would it's like something to that see I have Anthony Richardson pick to the Titans. That would be, be so nice. much fun. Anthony Richardson and Derek Henry in the backfield. I don't know who's mm-hmm. stopping that, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Again, the, the Cardinals trade back, pick up some extra picks. And again, the Titans, I, I, I think the Titans will not leave the first round without taking a quarterback. I think okay. they tried to, I think they tried to stop that by getting um, um, Malik Willis. And he just absolutely was not the guy that they wanted, but they showed that they're willing to pull the trigger on the guy with the athletic upside. And Anthony Richardson is Malik Willis on just – I don't want to say steroids because it's not good. He's just a jacked-up version of Malik yeah. Willis. So if they like Malik Willis, they're going to like Anthony Richardson. And I For think sure. They trade up, <clears throat> I think they trade up to three with the Cardinals and go and get their guy. Um, which is a perfect segue to my next point because a lot of people mock um, a, a tackle to mm-hmm. the Titans. Um, and if not a tackle, then maybe even a wide receiver – um, but what I will go ahead and say here is that one of either Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson will fall into the uh, late teens, early 20s. Really? Mm-hmm. That's hot, buddy. That's hot. That's very hot, especially for Steamy. a team that could potentially be moving into that range as well. Again, could be um, hopeful thinking, but at the same exact time, um, it all just depends because I definitely think that one of these two are going to be picked um, mm. and it's going to be within the top 10. It's all a matter of who do teams like more. And unfortunately I think it's going to be Paris Johnson jr. And even though I want him to fall to that range for the bears, if they mm. do end up trading back, but you know, you look at Peter Skaronsky, um, you know, there's other, this, this draft is just so deep with, with talent on the offensive line. Um, there's also a lot of edge talent as well. Um, mm-hmm. Something that we've talked about a lot on the podcast. Um, but, 
you know, something that I, I really want to bring up is the extreme uh, depth that that position has in tackles yes. is going to lead to a fall because there are teams with bigger needs than a tackle. And if not, then like, you know, that's, that's okay. So that's why mm. one of them is probably going to go. But at the end of the day, if you can find a guy like Darnell Wright in the middle of the twenties, why would you, you know, why would you maybe, why would you not move down? And I'm saying like, obviously mm-hmm. his, well, you know, okay. Brother yeah. Jones, for example, I'll do, also you, got I'll a couple, do you one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. do you one better. I think four tackles go within the top 17 picks of the draft. Wow. Someone okay, that can so on the on... other side of the spectrum. Yeah. Than you are. Cause I would not be surprised. So my thought process there is I wouldn't be surprised if the bears take one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles take one. I think the Titans could take one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots took one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Commanders took one. I wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh takes one. Um, and then the Jets. So that's seven teams in the top 17 that are like, these guys could take something. And then if other teams are worried about that, I think they'll trade up. So I'm on the other side of the spectrum. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see who's, who's hot take yeah. is maybe, maybe we're both wrong and it's just like, just sprinkled in there and we're both wrong. Yeah. That's the fun part of it. Right. And that's the thing. That's why I said at least one of the two will get picked. So it, I bought myself a little security, a little insurance, mm-hmm. just in case it is a little sprinkle. Um, but yeah, go ahead for your next one. I have, I have a few more to go, so I don't know how many you have, but I have, um, uh, I have one more to go, but we'll get into, I I have some hot takes, um, later on in my college corner about, um, a a preview for the college corner. I'm just gonna be talking about guys I like, um, and guys I don't like. So, well, (laughs) yeah, I, I have, I have, um, just one one actual more, and then, again, we'll get into a little bit later um, for College Corner. But my last one, at least for this segment, is I think I've been lower on him throughout this entire process, so this shouldn't come as a surprise if you've been with us. But if, you're, um, if this is your first time listening, this absolutely will come as a surprise because this dude at points in the draft has been, like, projected to go, like, 10 to the Eagles or even 9 to the Bears. I think Cancy falls out of the first round. I don't know if he gets I I think I wouldn't be surprised if Cancy is in the top 40 pick in the draft. Hey, I, I, to back that I, statement, I, I'll let you go uh, mm-hmm. as well and keep going. Um the, he hasn't had a top exactly. 30 visit. So there's Not reasoning behind that. Yes. Yes. So. Thank you. I'm not that, that and that's what I've been lower on him throughout the entire process of it all because he's a very small defensive tackle that doesn't have a role on run um, with some really, like, I mean, just abnormally short arms. Um, and I've been low on him throughout the entire process, but to your point, again, he will be going into the draft without having any top 30 visits because visits and visited visits ended on Wednesday. Um, I mean, they, they could still bring someone in for like a workout and stuff. And we won't know about that. But to your point, again, he didn't have a top 30 visit with any team. Um, and for those who don't know what top 30 visit are, that's like teams have 30 like official visits with players. And that's what a top 30 visit is. It's not like the top 30 picks of the draft or anything. It's just 30 picks um, or 30 interviews a team can have. Um, so that means all 32 teams in the league, all of them have 30 visits and not a single soul used it on Cansey. If that that's does crazy. not tell you how people feel about him, I don't know what does. 
Um, I'm going to say 30, and the reason I'm strategically saying 30, or or not 30, um, or the first round is because I think his, like, the lowest will fall is 32 to the Steelers, but they're technically a second-round pick at that point. So I think think that's the lowest he'll get drafted, but I think that's where he's going to end up going. Like, I wouldn't be – like, I think he's falling out, and I, like – of all of the picks, like this is the one that I feel strongly about the most. And again, yeah. I know it can be shocking to people because people see him go like 9, 10, 11 to like the Bears and the Eagles and stuff. But I just don't think the NFL is going to value. They they tried to do it with Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, has, he's been a fine player, but he's not. he was not worth the ninth pick, I think, it, is what he was. He's just not I think so. Worth. Yeah. So – I will say as well, uh, PFF, you're not NFL. So no matter what you project, a little bit different. Um, (laughs) Yeah. One of uh, Devon Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez will fall into the teens. Mm -hmm. That's my my next one. Um, Just because, I mean, there's a lot of cornerbacks that could go in the first round. Um, And so, I mean, I think. One of the other, whoever's not chosen by Detroit is really where I'm going with that one. Um, I'm just going to give you yes. an opportunity to reflect on that one because it looks like you no. agree on that, but I don't want to rush through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, for the most part, of, of all the takes that you've had so far, uh, I think this is the one I agree with the most, but that's the point mm-hmm. of having hot takes are hot for a reason. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised um, if that happened. It's, it's just so tough because – like we do the mock drafts, and I'm I'm we'll get into him. I l- absolutely love Christian Gonzalez, yeah. and I even struggle finding a spot to put him in the top ten. If Devin Witherspoon goes, um, I think one goes five. Uh, I I think one goes to the Lions pick. I don't know if the mm-hmm. Lions will pick at five. Um, I think one goes to the Lions pick, and then from there, it's really really hard to find a team unless someone trades up. It's hard to find a team that I feel like very strongly about trading up into like the top 10 or taking someone, uh, one of the two outside of the, the, the Lions right there. So I yeah. actually, I, I agree with you on this one. <laughs> so um, my next one, a mystery team will trade up into the top 15 that hasn't been talked about much, if at all. Um, the ones that I am talking about more specifically, the commanders the Buccaneers, the Patriots, the Giants, etc. We already talked about the Giants at least a little bit, except, you know, I already said that I don't think many people are talking about the Giants. Um, you know, that etc. category that I said also um, could fit into, like, the Vikings as well, uh, mm-hmm. like you had added too. So, I mean, again, nobody's really talking about that, and let alone the Vikings have also kind of generated a little bit more tra- um, draft capital as well yep. to use on a trade-up too. Um, but not only that, I mean, the commanders, they need a quarterback. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he could be a bridge guy. Um, I don't think he's going to have like a Geno Smith 2022 type season, despite the fact that I like Jacoby Brissett um, and he had a pretty hey, solid season like as well. Yeah, as well. I, but I mean, <laughs> I agree that's with not you. Reliable. I, mean, I, I absolutely agree with you. Smoke screen um, seasons, I could just be saying that. But not only that, but the Buccaneers, right? They signed Baker Mayfield. They have Kyle Trask. Um, I think if, you know, I, I, I think Baker's going into it knowing that he could be the starter. Um, yes. I think Trask knows that he's going to be basically a career backup. Um, but at this point, if, if Anthony Richardson starts to slide, um, 
you know what? Let me just go into this next one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. CJ Stroud and Will Levis will fall past the top five for sure in my eyes. And Stroud won't see the late teens, but Levis could. Um, I said Levis could still be available in the second round as well. Um, So something like that, you know, the Buccaneers trading into the top 15 for one of those guys, potentially, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Stroud, I said, he won't fall into the late teens. So you're talking anything prior to, um, pick number 16 is CJ Stroud's element right there. Um, you know, you might even see, I doubt it. I think Anthony Richardson also gets picked before CJ Stroud for some reason. I think that his numbers and athleticism is going to prove him, um, to, to move a little bit up the boards mm-hmm. and everything. He definitely helped his stock. Um, but CJ's just been CJ. And because of that, a team like the Buccaneers, why don't you go and get somebody like that to fill that role? Um, or, I mean, like we said, the commanders or, you know, like, I mean, the, apparently they like Sam Howell, like you said, but also I, it's smokescreen season. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. And then not only that, but the Patriots, right? The Patriots could slide up for a wide receiver. They could also mm-hmm. slide up for a, or a a quarterback, like one of those two as well. Um, who knows? Bill Belichick might actually like Will Levis and, you know, <laughs> want him as the next starter of the New England Patriots or he likes CJ Shroud to fill that role as well. I could see either one um, wearing that Patriots uniform there and mm-hmm. they could end up there. And then, like I said, the Giants could obviously move up for a wide receiver like JSN. Um, I'm a huge advocate for the Vikings picking Jordan Addison at some point. So um, I, yeah. I, you know, I think we made that pick on the podcast Maybe and I was just like, ooh, and I just kind of flirted with the idea of it ever since. And it's just been great. But, um, Absolutely. I think those ones can definitely combo in. Um, but yeah, Levis could potentially still be there in the second round, just depending on yeah. how far that he falls. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy considering how high we were on him before the scouting combine. And now we just kind of see like what role he played in the scouting combine as far as like the first and second groups. Obviously, the second group that, that performed at the scouting combine was a lot more talented per se. Um, and, and star studded that the NFL network started to kind of applaud them and really showcase that group more than the Stetson mm-hmm. Bennett, uh, the Max Duggins, the Will Levis and, and among others as well. Um, just something to kind of, that's, I mean, I know that grouping might not really yeah. emphasize exactly how much skill that the player has, but more so, what I'm saying is the coverage and the feel, the vibe of literally everything about <laughs> Levin compared to Stroud. Well, um, yeah. And, and, and um, you know, Young, everything was different about that. You know, when you had Levis yeah. working out, you're still talking about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and stuff. Like, yeah. it's almost a little bit of disrespect. If I'm Will Levis, I'm taking that on the chin and following that up in a league. But ultimately – that might also, I mean, do, if you can't find something to report on while this guy's working out, how do you think NFL teams have felt that have done the research and put well, in the time for this yeah. guy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, we'll get to the mm, we'll get to the quarterbacks at the top of the next segment here. Um, mm-hmm. That's something I've been holding. But to 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 your overarching point that you were trying to make before we had this conversation, which I'm all for. This is what draft season's yeah. all about. Um. Yeah. No. A team will. Yeah. I would. I'd be surprised if a team does not trade up into the top ten. Um. I mean, yeah. may, maybe top twelve. 
but like I I absolutely agree. Like so someone will trade up, some someone will get their guy. To your point, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks do it. Um there's been rumors about the Vikings been the Vikings have been trying to find someone for the last like two or three years to back up Kirk Cousins. So we'll see. Maybe they like someone. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean to your point, I if Levis gets past what is it, twenty three? What what's the Vikings pick? Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. If if Levis gets past twenty three and isn't taken. I would not be surprised if he falls to the second round. Um, as far as the second round, it's tough because I think a team would probably trade back up with the Eagles or the Chiefs to pick up the fifth-year option that you yeah. get from being a first-round pick. But like you said, I mean, after after 23 and even after 19, I you, it's really hard to put a team in there. Yeah, be like, yeah, we'll, we'll Levis. So yeah, you're right. It's it, it's tough. Like if he gets past that 23 mark, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him go into the second round. So yeah, um, my last one of it is a little bit more fun, um, <laughs> and I think this is a dark horse candidate that nobody's talking about for the Bears, um, no matter where they pick. Yes, Nolan say Smith is going so- top 20. That's my pick. He's going top 20. That might be obvious. I mean, his, his stock went skyrocketing after the combine. Yeah. This guy's a unit. Um, he's going top 20. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset if the Bears didn't pick him. There's plenty of guys I'd like the Bears to pick, but they need an edge rusher. And who better to do it than, I mean, a younger guy? You know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. Who? What were you trying to say? What were you wanting me to say? I thought you wanted. To, I, as, I was hoping you were going to say Bijan. Yes. So I, I was. I, I was really hoping well. you were going to say trade back and pick up Bijan. I would, I would ooh, like that. Ooh, ooh. I would if like I don't that a lot. Bijan, I want you to be blessed with Bijan. That's the thing. So obviously, running backs in need. Um, and and that Justin Fields and Bijan Robinson backfield sounds pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you you look at the offensive line, and as I talked about before, there's plenty of ta- or tackle, um, you know, talent later on in the draft that you could definitely pick up. Um, so why not take a swing at a big star that's going to definitely put a little bit more emphasis on your offense, like Bijan yeah. Robinson? Uh, Bijan, I would say. I mean, he's a, he's a big tier. I mean, <laughs> star-studded running back that's had a lot of hype around him. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can only. This sounds stupid, and I know it does, but at the end of the day, like I compared Bijan to Derrick Henry so much in my mind. Just, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, just the build. It, it's just the general look of the running back. I I just the way that I saw them, it looked like their their games I mean, are not their games are I, I wouldn't say their games are the same. Um, no, I'm not saying the no. games are. I'm saying the build, his build, the way that he looks is is very Derrick Henry. He, he's he's definitely he's yoked, but he's definitely not as like big as Henry. I think I think Bijan's only five ten, and Derrick Henry is six three. But like okay. to their point, like being like broad and being yoked, Bijan's pretty yoked. So I could see he he. At least the way he looks, I could see you. I, I could see a, a smaller Derrick Henry. I could, I, I could see where you're coming from when you say that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very high on him. Obviously, I mean, how could you not? That's obviously running back one. 
Um, there's also a couple running backs that I like, and and I kind of hope that the Bears trade back and get some kind of second round pick to draft, um, you know, one of the um, other running backs. I'm trying to think of their names right now. Um, Tajay Spears. No, not not Tajay. You don't like Tajay Spears? Kenny McIntosh. I know you like Kenny McIntosh. <laughs> I just like to watch him in the natty. Um, hold on one second. Let me see really quick. Zach Charbonnet. Zach Char- Charbonnet is one of them. Um, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is the guy I was thinking about, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, Jameer Gibbs is is another player that I would be okay with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's the top three. I mean, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Zach mm-hmm. Charbonnet. And then I think that there's a pretty solid drop-off, but, I mean, there's – pretty solid running back talent in the draft as well. So wouldn't be totally upset, but I mean, yeah. Bijan from what I've seen in the tape and everything like in, that as well, it's very elusive. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, Bijan has everything. It's, it's so, amazing. So, I mean, with that being point, said, I mean, watch out. He's, he's yoked. I mean, he's, oh yoked. man, it's unbelievable. His, I mean, his might just be the hair. Out. I'll be honest he's with yoked. you. Might just be the hair. The Derek I mean, Henry I mean, hair. he's, He's jacked though. I mean, his his traps are huge. That's not his shirt yeah. coming up. Those are his traps. I mean, Bijan is yoked. So I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, I was I was thinking about that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I just I mean, that's the thing. I'd be a little like I, I wouldn't say concerned. I would just be a little confused. But at the end of the day, like all right, you got to look at this from, um, you know, look at this from Ryan Poles' perspective. This is your first time having a first-round pick. Um, and ultimately, you want to make sure that that first-round pick, that first first-round pick goes very well. Yes. Um, and no matter, I, in my opinion, no matter what position it is. So, like, obviously you want to better the team, right? Yes. Obviously. Yes. Obviously, you're going to have Joey Bosa. You're not going to pick a solid edge rusher. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, right, obviously, running back is a need. Um, obviously, you know, um, you know, tackles are a need. Um, edge rushers, interior defensive line, you know, maybe even corner, depending on how you look at it. Um, but if you're Ryan Poles, you're thinking, I got to swing and I cannot miss. Be shy. And – Bijan is not a miss. That is not a miss. No matter what, he's not missing. I mean, not- we'll get into fantasy. We're going to get into fantasy football down the line. Bijan Robinson is a certified top two round pick for sure. This guy's going to be amazing in fantasy, let alone if he's going to be good in fantasy, clearly he's going to be good in the actual league. So I'm just saying, as stupid as that, that sounds. A third Anyways. overall pick is that what you're saying? I own the third overall pick in our fantasy draft, so we'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, yes, so yes, I thought you meant like our mock draft. Yeah, yeah. No, so, no, third overall yes. in, in fantasy. So I I would love it, especially because I mean the last time the Bears had a truly dominant running back was like Matt Forte. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, and and that's even a little iffy. Um, but I <laughs> I love him as far as the uh, the talent goes. Um, I think that, you know, I, I hate using projections from PFF just because I don't think it's going to be accurate whatsoever. I think Bijan's going to be gone within the top 15, though. Um, so, I mean, if you could trade back, if you're – oh, my gosh. 
sorry. Um, if you're talking, you know, what uh, I've got the Cubs game off to the side, and the Dodgers just hit a grand slam <laughs> against us on the top of the ninth, oh. and now they're up six to two. So, anyways, oh. yeah. Um, anyways, back to football. So, yeah. ultimately, my dream scenario is that the Bears trade back maybe one or two spots, and then they proceed to trade back after a quarterback falls or something like that, and they trade back into like the late teens and they get a second round pick out of it. I'm not expecting a first round pick, but if they can get a first round pick, if they could just make that, that, you know, get rid of that ninth pick and get a late teens or, you know, if they can get another first round pick and end up with three in 2020, what's that? 2024. Um, that'd be pretty nice as well. But ultimately if we're being realistic here, I, I would really like the bears to just move back and, um, I mean, really, just just get an extra second because yeah. yeah. very valuable. They've they've got plenty of talent, and as we've seen in literally every draft, talent's going to fall. And because <laughs> yeah. of that, you do your mock drafts, you do everything like that. But at the end of the day, there's going to be guys that you like Absolutely. that are going to be yeah. in the second round. So mm-hmm. something Absolutely. to definitely keep track of. But um, yeah. I think that's it. That's it for my bold takes. You're kind of giggling away. What's yes. going on now? No, I just. Um... I have – we share an MLB TV, and I oh, get yes. Cubs notifications. And as you said that, I just – that the, the Grand Slam notification just came yep. across my phone. Because I, I, I keep – for those – for a little bit of behind the scenes, for those who don't know, um, I always keep uh, – so as far as, like, our setup goes, um, we can't – like, the comments that we see, like, on our setup is only from YouTube and Facebook – we mm-hmm. do not get to see the Twitter comments. So I always try to keep the Twitter off to the side. So if you guys see me like glancing to the side, it's because I'm looking at the Twitter of the live yeah. stream that I have up. But yeah, I glanced over and I just saw like yeah. the, it dropped down. And it was like, blah, blah, blah. I had a grand slam. And right as you finished, that's why I was smiling <laughs> yeah. over here. So yeah. Um, what I'm going to do now, yeah. we're going to go yeah. ahead and yes. just remind everybody, um, the draft show is next Thursday we are getting very, very excited. So if you guys are interested in showing up on the show, please go check out our Twitter. Um, I put out something on that account as well. So please go and comment your favorite team. And if you're interested, that's literally all you'll need to do. Um, and so without further ado, I think let's go ahead and get into Ben's College Corner. Pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's College Corner. All right, buddy. Yeah. I don't uh, – before before I start talking for 25 minutes straight, um, if you guys hear me sniffing a lot, again, my allergies have been bad. Um, if you guys are uh, uh, not audio listeners ah, – here, guys, give me one second here. All right, now fix the mic problem really, really quick. Is it better now? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. There you go. Great. All right. Um, so, uh, like I said, I have allergies. And if you guys are like our YouTube listeners and you guys can see us like on our live stream, our faces, if you guys saw like Ryan pop up and me disappear for a second because I had to blow my nose. So, throughout the like the 20 minutes of me talking now, if, um, just bear with me. I'm probably going to sniffle a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Allergies are just a part of it. Um, no, but yeah, to your point, um, I said, I wanted to, to touch on the quarterbacks and that was going to be the first thing that I'm going to talk about, um, kind of in terms of what I want for this segment, at least today, because obviously it's going to be a little bit different with the draft with our next episode being the draft. So there's stuff I want to cover before the draft. Um, 
I'm just going to be talking about um, just some of the news and then um, I'm going to talk about my guys and then my not my guys. Um, but to start off, no, to, to the quarterback point you were making, um, something kind of like over the course, like two days, it's like snowballed and just has like gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, if I had to guess, it's probably just smoke screens because that's the type of season it is now. Um, but like Anthony, CJ Stroud from went from like, wow, the Panthers might take CJ Stroud number one overall to people being like, CJ Stroud might like not even go top 10. You know, he was at the Manning, he committed to the Manning Passing Academy, and then out of nowhere, he ghosted him. What does that say about his character? You know, he must not have great character. And, you know, they had cognitive tests, and Bryce Young performed in the 99th percentile of all the people that have taken the cognitive intelligent processing memory tests. And Will Anders or um, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson both excelled very, very well. And and C.J. Stroud placed in like the 70th percentile. What does that say about him? Um, it's just it, again the thing I want to come away from just like this is it's smokescreen season, guys. I would be very, very surprised if C.J. Um, doesn't go top five. Um, he might not go there with the Texans pick, but that's that's kind of where you guys – that's where I've got that hot take segment where I said, um, you know, they don't like CJ or whatnot. Um, I I think it's a smokescreen, and I would not be surprised if they are worried that the Panthers really like him, and then they trade up to number one and then take him from number one because they'd be like, oh, Panthers, we don't want him. We just want Bryce Young instead. And then trade up and then take take CJ. And that's where that's where the hot take came from, where I said I don't know if the Texans will stay at two, whether it's trade back or trade up. Um, so just it's super duper important to just remember that this is smoke screen season and CJ Stroud is undoubtedly the second best quarterback in this class. It would be wild if he doesn't go number two. Um, I think the only case scenario CJ doesn't go number two is if all three quarterbacks outside of Bryce Young. So CJ, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis are on the board at four. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ursay uh, goes Will Levis. There's been a whole lot of connections even before the draft process started. Um, I firmly believe that Will Levis even now is a Colt, and I'd be very surprised. Um, if, again, if he doesn't, if he's not a Colt, I see him slipping very far, but I think he'll be a Colt be my guess. Um, so just with that out, I needed to note that. And then the other note that I had um, were about top 30 visits. Uh, Ryan touched on one of them. Um, the big news was KNC didn't get any top 30 visits. Um, but then the other one that really caught people off guard was um, Bijan only had two. And that was the Eagles and the Buccaneers. So that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles trade um, – trade back right in front of the Buccaneers. So that's why I, I said the Buccaneers. That's why I firmly said them. Um, Cause I think if they want Bijan, they will probably have to stay in front of the Buccaneers. Um, Cause the Buccaneers might be looking to add something, especially with Lenny uh, Leonard Fournette, just absolutely stinking. I think they have their guy in Rashad uh, white, but they really like him. So, but we're going to get into my guys now. Um, this list um, has changed. Um, it's not a whole lot, but it's definitely changed from the very start of this process when I think I originally shared it with you guys. Um, the top two have stayed 
um, the the same. Um, and when I go into my guys, um, it's um, the way I want to describe it are, are guys that I'm higher on than the public. Like there are guys lower down on this board um, that are not um, that like are like round three or four round prospects. I'm not saying these guys should go in the first round. I'm not saying these guys should go in the second round. I'm just saying that these are guys I'm higher on than the consensus. And then the not my guys are guys that I'm lower on than the consensus. So again, keep that in mind. I'm not saying these guys deserve to be first round picks at all or anything. Um, but definitely my two favorite guys in this class um, are going to be first round picks and they're both going to be top 15 picks. Um, I, I Right now I'm looking at the list. I have Christian Gonzalez over Bijan, but those are my two guys. Um, but I, I think Bijan, I think I like Bijan a little bit better than Christian Gonzalez. Um, and people are like, oh, everyone likes Bijan. Uh, on my big board, Bijan is my number one player in this class. I absolutely love Bijan. Um, and obviously, I was not old enough to watch Adrian Peterson or anything when he was at Oklahoma. Um, but everyone is saying that he is a better prospect or could be a better prospect than what Adrian Peterson was. This dude, at, from the time I have gotten into the draft, he's with uh, undoubtedly the best running back I have ever scouted, like ever. Bijan is going like I, I cannot stress it enough. Bijan is going to be a top five player in their class. If I had to guess anyone in this entire class to be an All Pro, it's I would put my money on Bijan. Bijan is going to be very, very good. To Ryan's point, dude's jacked. Dude can run in between the tackles and get you the one or two yards that you need on the short yardage. But like he said as well, dude's elusive. Dude can bounce out. And go and he'll make you miss. He'll do a little stutter step on you and send you flying the other way. Bijan can line up in the slot. You can if you don't have a if you don't have a good slot on a pass down, throw Bijan out there, and Bijan will run a route like he's a top ten slot receiver in the NFL. That's how good of a pass catcher he is. He he's uh, he's just so good. I can't like stress enough how good Bijan is. Um, he can get skinny. He can step through gaps. It's just wild. I have broken down already. Um, I had a running back. Um, one of the episodes I broke down the running backs. I talked a lot about Bijan there. So go and watch that if you want to um, hear like my actual analysis on Bijan. Uh, but then, as you guys said or heard, the other guy I have on this list is Christian Gonzalez, um, and I broke him down not two weeks ago. I think it was. Um, so, but he's just very big. Very athletic um, and is sticky in coverage. Um, I think he's going to succeed very well. Uh, I liked him early on in the process, and I think that's probably why he's here in Tier 1 with Bijan. But in all actuality, he should be in Tier 2. But I have a soft spot for him because he was one of my first prospects that I really, really loved in this class. Uh, As far as Tier 2, I have four guys here, and... Um, if you know me, these four guys are not going to come as a surprise. Um, but we're actually, I'm going to start from bottom of tier two, working my way up to tier two, uh, because number one dude at the top of tier two for me, um, is going to be eye popping and, um, not, not a guy you'd expect for me to be, um, this high on, uh, but all the way at the bottom of tier two, it's JL Skinner. Um, he probably would have been even higher on this list if not being hurt. I think it was his peck that he tore. Um, so he, I, I don't think he'll play this season. Maybe he'll play the back half of the season, um, but he's a safety. He's just a very tall, long, lengthy safety. 
um, take Christian Gonzalez and shrink like muscle wise, make him more lean and less muscular and throw him back in the safety position. Um, this dude can hit like a truck. Um, I think he'll probably end up being um, more of that, the star position in the NFL where he plays like a coverage linebacker um, just because his ability to cover the slot. Um, I question a little bit, um, but he's just, he, he's going to be good once he gets healthy, at least I think. Um, but again, I talked about DBs two weeks ago. So if you want to hear more, I talk about him there. Um, and the next one, someone that Ryan knows, my favorite running back in the class. Ryan, who is, well, not my favorite running because Bijan is, but uh, could you could you tell me who, who my second favorite running back in the class is? He goes Your second favorite. My second. I, I I talked about him. We had we had a joke um, when you were over at my house because he. Mm, I don't want to say why the why we had the joke. Is it Tajay Spears? No. Um, I'll just say it. Uh, well, Israel Danny. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is, you ruined <laughs> it now. Were you were you gonna guess him? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. But it, well, okay. Well, I've talked about is Israel Bannon a lot. I absolutely love Israel Bannon. Uh, dude is young and he is quick. Um, I, he didn't pass catch a lot, but I'm not saying he couldn't. Um, I would like to see him, you know, get down and dirty a little bit more. He didn't have to do that there at Pitt, but I love Israel Vanna Cannon. Um, BJ Ojolari, the edge rusher out of LSU. Um, again, last name sounds familiar. It's because his brother Aziz Ojolari plays for the Giants and got drafted. Um, early second round and that's where i think bj probably goes uh, probably goes um and he's definitely an edge rusher not a defensive end so he'll be a he'll, he'll be coming out from the linebacker position i think uh but then the dude that i said will probably shock everyone that like he's my third favorite player in this class um just a guy that i really enjoyed watching and guy that i am um exponentially higher on than anyone i think he's probably my sixth favorite quarterback in this class, and he's pushing Hendon Hooker for five. Um, that's how much I love this guy. Um, DTR, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I absolutely love this kid. He is such a hoot to watch. Um, if you don't know DTR, uh, again, he, he was UCLA's quarterback. Um, I think he was a senior this year. Pretty sure he was a senior this year. Um, he's played all four years. Dude is just very agile. He'll juke someone out. He's a great runner. Um, and at times in college, he had a very good arm. He just wasn't very consistent with it. Um, and he has a smaller build, uh, but I absolutely love DTR. Uh, and then tier three to round off my guys um, is DeMarvian Overshone. Um, he's been my guy since last year. Um, I think, um, yeah, I've been high in this dude for probably the last year and a half. I loved him. I thought he was going to come out in last year's draft. Made me sad he didn't. Um, so I was excited for him to come out this year. He's the safety linebacker out of um, Texas. The reason I do that is because he was a converted safety to now linebacker, and his coverage skill shows. Uh, Nick Herbig, another guy you guys heard me talk about, um, a dude who I think is probably the best pure pass rusher in this entire class, but that's it. He cannot play the run. He's going to step in, and he's just going to be a designated pass rusher. He's way too small to hold up against the run, and that's the big concern. Um, the other Texas back, Roshan Johnson, absolutely love him. Uh, he's the power back. I think he's probably the second-best power back in this class um, outside of Zach Charbonnet. Um, Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver out of Old Miss, 
Um, if I had to put money on one of the wide receivers getting drafted higher than what people think, it would probably be Jonathan Mingo. He'd probably be the guy I think goes. Uh, he's kind of just like your do-it-all guy um, from Old Miss. Um, the best way I could describe him uh, for people who don't know him is just a very yoked-up version of Van Jefferson. Um, and then the last dude I have on my list um, – and he's kind of had a fall from grace because he started off as tier one. And I really almost left him off this list. Um, but I, I, at the last minute, I threw him back on. Um, that's Kentucky's quarterback, Will Levis. I think the hate that this dude is getting is absolutely wild to me. Like I said, going into this process, he was quarterback one. And you know, Ryan touched on it. I, I loved him coming into the process. Um and I, he, he now for me is quarterback three, four. Um, I could, I, I do think that um, Bryce Young and uh, CJ Stroud are better than him. I flip back and forth between um, AR and Will Levis. Um, but the, the hate that Will Levis is getting just from the national media is absolutely wild. Um, and again, I would not be surprised if he goes forward to the Colts. Colts, prepare yourself. This dude has a rocket arm. Um, and people like to trash on him that he's a slow processor. He didn't have, like, he just didn't have anyone to throw to. And that's the issue is he just was not put in a place to succeed. He's going to step into the NFL. And unlike a guy like CJ Stroud, who's going to step into the NFL and see a downgrade at his offensive talent, Will Levis, no matter what team he goes to, will step into the NFL and see an upgrade in the talent that he's shrouded with. I, I would, again, I wasn't going to put him on here, but he's has just been getting so much hate recently in the last week or so. So I felt the need to add him on here. Um, and then I actually have, I started this list um, with four guys, the, the not my guy list. Um, I started with four, but here um, Ryan said something that reminded me um, with how much I don't like this guy. Uh, the last guy that I added here on this list. Uh, but it started off, um, Joe Musgrave, the uh, kid out of Oregon State, the tight end. Um, it bugs me that people still have him as a top three tight end in the class. Um, I think he's firmly top four. Um, if anyone was going to be get left off the not my guys list, it would have been Musgrave. Um, I think if he gets taken as tight end four in this class, I have no issue with it. But I, I think Kincaid, I think Washington, and I think Mayer, in no particular order, are the top three tight ends in the class, and it's without a doubt. And if Musgrave gets drafted above any one of those three guys, I will not like the pick at all. Um, the other um, – this guy I haven't really talked much about, um, and some names, some people love him, some people don't. Uh, that's uh, Devon A-Chain out of Texas A&M. He's a small, very quick back. Um, I, I just think he's small, and it really concerned me because you don't really see guys that small um, succeed at a high level for a very long time in the NFL. Um, the last dude that small that I think I can think of is Cohen, but A-Chain is faster than Cohen, but we saw how that worked. Loved um, Cohen. <laughs> yeah, but he, he what is Cohen doing now? I mean, given Cohen was hurt, um, but the other thing too, that concerns me with a chain, um, as his touches went up and this isn't too big of a surprise, but as his touches went up, his efficiency like went down each year throughout college, his yards per carry went up or, or, or uh, his number of touches went up 
and his yards per carry just climbed lower and lower and lower in each of the four years he played. Um, I really, I, I think if you can get him in like the fourth round and you can play him at a gadget, that's fine. But if you are drafting Devon A-Chain to step in and be your guy in the backfield, you're wrong. And I don't know what the heck you're looking at. Um, I think he can be a fine gadget player like Tyreek Cohen, but I don't think he'd be any more than that. If you're counting on him to get a significant amount of touches week in and week out, um, there's an issue. Uh, and then the, the three guys here are all guys that probably everyone has heard of and all guys that I am lower on. Um, we're going to start off with Cody Mock. I'm just not I'm not as high as Cody Mock as anyone. Uh, people have him at tackle still. I don't think there's a shot in heck he plays tackle in the NFL. He's going to get absolutely abused as tackle in the NFL. Um, he's way more realistic to play guard, but I wouldn't be surprised if a team says, we want you to play center. Um, I just, I do not see it. I just think there's a lot of issues with his game. Um, I wouldn't touch the dude in the top two rounds and people are mocking him at the back end of round one. Um, I just, I cannot get there with Cody mock. Um, and then no surprise, someone that Ryan is not surprised. Cause I've been on a smear campaign for this guy over the last like week. Um, I started off not liking him and then I switched to, Oh, he, he's good. And now I'm kind of back to, I remember why I don't like him. Uh, Lucas Van Ness. I just I, – I can't get there. I think he's going to be a fine pass rusher. But if a team takes him in the top 10, it's a bad pick. He he just he, – I understand he has traits, but he didn't show stuff on film besides being strong. And that's cool. You can abuse all the college players you want, but you're going to get into the NFL and, and play a good guard when you play a good tackle – it's not going to work as efficiently for you. Again, he's going to come in and he has a very, very good bull rush. And it's, it's almost going to be a Trump card for him. But if that's the only skill he's going to have, offensive linemen are going to know the bull rush is coming and they don't have to worry about anything else. I, I think any team that takes him in the top 10 is absolutely wild. Um, the Eagles are, are rumored to really like him. And he, you know, there was a report that he won't get past 10 with the Eagles pick. Um, I, I would be fuming. I would, it would probably be my least favorite pick. And we've picked Jalen Rager. We've picked Derek Barnett. Um, we picked Andre Dillard in the past, you know, few first rounds. I would be fuming. He would, I would dislike that pick more than I disliked any of the other picks at the time. Um, and, he absolutely could come along and he could develop those other traits. He has the athleticism to do so. And I'm not saying he won't, but I just, I'm, I can't get there. The only thing he showed was power and that was it. I needed to see something more and I just didn't. Um, and then the last guy on this list that I was going to leave off, but then Ryan mentioned something. Um, <laughs> Georgia fans, plug your ears. Eagles fans, plug your ears. Cause I know Eagles fans really love this guy at 10. Nolan Smith, I no one I I cannot get to the, behind Nolan Smith. He's a complete opposite of Lucas Van Ness. He shows no power at all on film. He can speed, and that's it. And most of the time with these speed guys, you're like, oh, well, he can convert speed to power. Nolan Smith can't convert speed to well, I don't say he can't, but he didn't really. He wasn't. Uh, he he didn't show the ability to convert speed to power. 
Uh, again, he's a developmental guy, and absolutely, that's fine. Just like the other Georgia dude who came out um, last year who went number one overall, did not like that pick, just like I wouldn't like Nolan Smith in the top ten either. He has cool traits. Who has the upside to be a good pass rusher, but he needs to develop. And any team that takes him over, Miles Murphy, is absolutely insane. I I just I can't get to the Nolan Smith and, and I know Eagles fans are like take him at 10, take him at 10. Um he's too small and doesn't have power. And he can put on the weight and he can get stronger and that's awesome, but I need to see it. I, I just and I and I haven't. And again, I could absolutely I'm not saying these guys are gonna fail. And just like I said again with the my guys, I'm not saying these guys are gonna be the best in the league, and I'm not saying these guys are um are going to go, you know, in the first round. Uh, but I'm going to give that same kind of MO or, you know, clarification for the not my guys. I'm not saying these guys are going to come in the league and they're going to suck. I'm not saying these guys shouldn't be taken in the first round. I'm just saying I'm not as low on these or I'm not as high on these guys as what the consensus is. Cody Mott could absolutely come in and be a stellar guard. Um, I'm He won't be a tackle and I can, I'll firmly say that. Cody Mott could come in and be a stellar guard. Joe Musgrave could come in and be the receiving tight end that, you know, everyone projects him to Lucas Van Ness could develop, you know, more finesse and, and Nolan Smith could become stronger and absolutely, you know, convert his speed to power. I'm not saying these guys can't. I'm just saying that it's harder for me to get there to what the consensus is. So, but those are the, not my guys and my guys. Um, I will definitely be talking about, um, some of these guys on both ends, uh, my guys and not my guys, come day one of the draft because these guys absolutely will be. Um, but again, it's probably going to be a four and a half hour stream. That's what it was. Um, pretty sure it was about four and a half hours. Um, yeah. Last uh, last uh, last year. Uh, so there's well, there'll be plenty of time for me to talk and break down Lucas Van Ness and Nolan Smith, um, and you know Bijan and Christian Gonzalez. So I'm, I'm not worried about it. Will Levis even. Um, so come in, like Ryan said, tune into that. It's going to be a week from today. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And again, like Ryan said, cannot reiterate it enough. Go to the Twitter page. If you guys would like to be on it, go ahead and comment. I, I think there's actually two posts about it. Um, go ahead and comment on that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come yeah. and check it out. Um, really quick before we move on. Um, so, I'm hearing rumors right now that um, Will Levis is going higher than Anthony Richardson as he and CJ Stroud. I that um, that would be wild to me, but he's saying that he's the betting favorite to do so as well. Some say that he'd be taken by the Colts even over Stroud. That's what um, I'm saying. They're saying that the Colts like him, and by the Colts, I mean specifically Ursay likes him as a Matthew Stafford slash Andrew Luck type. Because mm-hmm. he has that big arm, um, so just something to keep an eye on for the next week. Might be smoke, might not be, but I did want to show people this. This is my old Twitter account, clearly inactive. It's I'm might take this down. It's whatever, but just so that this is immortalized, I put three heart eye emojis. Why for you know why 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 did I do that? Let's go ahead and look at this. Bears have a virtual interview with quarterback mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. So clearly, mm-hmm. your boy knew what he was talking about. <laughs> I, I remember I we, knew. we both really liked him coming in, which is, again, funny because I liked him, but mm-hmm. I didn't like him for the Eagles. I remember going, I was yeah. like, the Bears should get him. 
bear the bears it's gonna be awesome and i remember having a conversation with you in my car saying the bears should get him yeah. uh, and i was livid that the the eagles took him and now we made him the highest paid quarterback and the highest paid player in the nfl and all is good so yeah um, so I'm just saying, I mean, for Ryan knows, what he's, Ryan knows a little bit, <laughs> I, I know a little bit. I didn't know yeah. that he would be MVP cal- uh, caliber. In the <laughs> no <Mexico>. one did. <laughs> um, yeah. I did know that he was going to be at least a competent quarterback. And the fact that he was available in the second round was mind blowing. Shout out to Jake Lane. I don't know if you listen to this anymore, but I do know that he was also one of those guys that I texted and he agreed with me as well. So without further ado, let's get started with our last segment of the day. It's time for America's favorite game, Weddle. All right. So, Ben, you are killing me. It's 22 to 12 right now. And before we start Weddle real quick, uh, just a point to me and you. I think it is so funny. And, and people who have listened to the podcast for a really long time um, probably have realized over the last, like, four or five weeks, we have uh, have ended up cutting a segment out. Um, and that's good out and goofs. Um, and it's yeah. funny because we've been cutting – that segment out for time purposes, but our podcast is still running an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah. thought it was funny to point that out. That's what draft season does. Look to the the schedule normalizing at least a little bit back to what you guys um, know. College quarter is not going to be, you know, as much. We'll have more time to talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. So. All right. So easy mode, Ben, you won last time. You won first or second pick. Everybody uh, knows the rules. Yeah. Everyone knows the rules. I'll take first. I'll, I'll take first. I'll take first. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Whoa. Receiver six one. In the AFC, young. Ooh. Okay. In the NFC. So, <laughs> in the uh, NFC, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do know who it is. More than twenty-five. <laughs> I'm gonna go Jefferson, even though I think he's a little bit taller. Oh, okay. That's, there we go. Yep. There's my snipe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. So hard mode. I go. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go first. It's okay. I'll okay. go first. Who you want? Um, I used to be super competitive, but you know I'm up by like ten points. Ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> ten weeks. Uh, I'm, only, ten. I'm, <laughs> I'm only giving you, uh, you know, poop for it. Uh, yeah. That being said, oh, uh, I just realized too, our draft episode will be episode sixty-five. It's a clean number. Anyways, uh, AJ Brown. All right. Okay. So offense. Yeah. Oh, good. It's not special teams. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh, and he's twenty. He's young. He's he's young. I'll, I'll should know who he is. Davis Mills. <laughs> AFC South. Cool. E, okay. Based off the size, I think he's tight end. E, I don't know the tight ends. I'm um, trying to think of the AFC South. Um, Jelani Woods. Ah, no, 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 no. Jelani Woods is too tall. I'm trying to think of the teams there in the AFC. It's the Titans. This is not who it is because the age is way too much. Oh, um, type in uh, Chig. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, oh I was thinking. Uh, oh, you're kidding me. Oh, I was thinking Austin Hooper, but I was like, oh, no, Chig's on there, and he's younger. I don't know who the third tight end for the Titans is. And it's not Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper is way too old. I don't know who the third tight end is. Mm, I might know who the third tight end is. But I don't think he's a tight end. 
I don't know who their tight end is. That's so wild to me. It's absurd that we're doing, you know, the third tight end for the Titans. <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm... And anyone besides, well, I mean, there was an Eagles pick. I'm, I'm, I'm already blanking on who it, who it was, but it was like the fifth string guard for the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know where to go with this because, I mean. I got darn near everything right for Chig, but. I mean. (sighs) I mean, okay, so let's just narrow it down. You want to give the. (laughs) I I have one guess, and that's it. I'm pretty sure the dude I'm going to guess is a wide receiver, so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking it's, it's okay. I, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I, I cannot stress this enough. I don't want to reveal my game plan here. Okay. Because I, I, I know what you're thinking and I'm not there. Um, no, I, I know who I, I'm not taking a trail on Berks. If that's where you thought I was going, there's no way it's trail on Berks. Okay, I think I think that he got picked by Tennessee. Oh, okay. He did, but yeah, I was, was going to say. I, dang it, I didn't even think about height. So, yeah, I got the age right and everything, but okay. All right, so it's not a tackle. Got it. Um, type in... Swain, I think he's a wide receiver though. S W A I N. Go go back, go back. Uh, try Freddie. No, he's a wide receiver. Yeah, but th- there's a okay. okay so... Ah, and just even play for him. I I I'm okay with going straight to the thing and saying no one gets it. So yeah. I'm thinking just straight depth chart. We'll see. That's a darn shame. This is the first time in a long time I think we've been. Okay, so let's break it down. So it's not a tackle. Not well, a it's a tight end. Oh wait! Oh wait! Whoa! whoa, whoa. Oh, it's not a tight end. I don't know why I was thinking it was a tight end. Oh, now we look at the depth chart, so it doesn't matter. It's Westbrook, I think. Oh, it could be Hassan Haskins. It definitely. I knew that too. I don't know why I was thinking it was a tight end. Yep, Haskins. Hypothetically speaking, we could play it again on yours because you're in a different time zone. We could. I would. I would like to. I don't know why I was thinking it was a tight end. <clears throat> I'm so dumb. Let's give I, the oh, people I, what they want. Let's play one yeah. more round in, in spirit of the draft. Yes, um, it was so funny. That's why I was like, I don't know who the third tight end for the Titans is. I don't know who the – oh, my golly, man. I feel I was, so – I was thinking that same exact thing. That's why I was like, I don't want to reveal my game plan because I'm like, I know that it's not a tight end. I know that it's not a tight end. And you would have been like, <laughs> why is that? And then you would have looked and then you'd have been like, oh, yeah, it's not a tight end. I don't want to – so the fact that you I gave up, I'm so like, deep. I'm giving up. So I might be able to get a second chance here. Oh, I feel so dumb. I knew that too. I loved that they picked Haskins. So I was like, oh, it's a mini Derrick Henry. Because that's how he played at Michigan. Oh, that's a darn shame. I don't know. Oh, well, you live, you learn. It is what it is. 
So, all right. Um, do you want me to start again or do you want to start? Fields. Here's here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do for this one specifically because we messed up the last round. Let's not help each other out with this easy round. And whoever gets the easy round, if we in the scenario, this will be the tiebreaker if we screw up. That's yeah, yeah. I guess we could do that. I'm just saying, just for this one time, let's uh, see. If it out. Let's see if the system will work. So, yeah, that makes me really mad. <laughs> mm, Brian, this doesn't help them? anything with the numbers. What would you have gotten him to? Oh, I, I, I would have gotten Hassan. He went to Michigan. I love Hassan oh. Haskins. Yeah, no, Hassan Haskins went to Michigan. Oh, that drives me. That's gonna drive me off the balls. Um, he literally got drafted this past year in I think it was like the fifth round or something. Um, New round, here we go. Fourth round. Ah, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a youngin who just got drafted, and I think this guy is actually 24. So I don't think this will work because this dude is younger than 24. But oh. All right, snipe job again. All right. So do you want to know the reason that this dude was in my head? Yeah. Two days ago. So here, um, I'll show you guys later. But there's a Weddle Unlimited where you can just play and play and play and play and play and play. Really? And just like to your heart's desire. I was on like a 10, 10 win streak or something. Nice. And Kyle Pitts and, and popped up twice. But I thought Kyle Pitts was 24. That's why he was on my head. I forgot he existed, but he popped up twice in my Weddle Unlimited. So I'll start off. Um, let's go with Tristan Ebner. Such a. <laughs> uh, how do you spell Ebner? We'll just do E B N E R. N E R? Yeah. I knew Tristan spelled his name weird. <laughs> Oh, I hope this isn't a special teams player. I'm going to cry as a special teams player. Um, Leonard, where are you at, Leonard? You passed him. Did I? Yeah. Let's keep going ah, a little bit more. Okay, so defense. I don't know why I picked an NFC team there, but that's good. Um, I watched a whole video about Leonard Williams. That's why I guessed him. <laughs> Let's go with uh, Kyle Hamilton. I think Kyle Hamilton. Too young. Or that, oh, that's what I meant. I, the yeah. age is too old for Kyle Hamilton. Um, okay. So he's probably based off of size. Um, all right. Six, he's six. He has to be six, too. Because he has to be the middle number between Tristan and Williams. Because if he was six, three, he would have showed up Leonard Williams height. And if he was. 6-1, he would have showed up on uh, Tristan Abner. So this dude has to be 6-2. Good to know. Based off that information, I think he's a corner. Um, 
I think this dude is too old. Or I think he's too young. But he's not. Why did I guess the NFC again? That's not helping us at all. Um, wow, my brain is not working today, guys. So he's 23, 6'2. Well, Definitely he's a linebacker. He's not 23. He's all doing 24. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hmm. Go with uh, <laughs> Micah Parsons. Or no, don't go Micah Parsons. That's NFC. Uh, I know, dude. I know. I know. My brain doesn't want to work. My, my, dude, my linebacker knowledge is lacking. <laughs> uh, I, I really need to do this a little bit more, though. Oh, Okay. I think I'm. I have a guess. I think. Go like Josh Allen, the linebacker. I don't think that's gonna work either, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, He's definitely 26 then. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I thought um, I had it, man. Chubb. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely 26. Bradley Chubb, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. Old school Chubb. What? Dude, what the heck? <laughs> That's, <laughs> what it was. That's what I thought it was. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, I'm going to go insane. I'm going to go insane. I absolutely love this guy. Oh, uh, I watched him up. against the Saints two years ago, and I was like, I love this guy. Uh, for some reason, I think his last name is Brown. Maybe not. Not Noah Brown. I'm gonna That's go so crazy. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to go insane. I know who it is. I get this guy in Madden all the time, too. That's ridiculous. I know. I know. I know who it is, and it's going to drive me wild. It's going to drive me off the – oh, it's going to drive me so Look, mad. Look, buddy, you are winning either way because I'm giving up, and you won easy round. So <sighs> – Unless you guess out, and I think that's the only way you could lose. Yeah, well, if I guess out, I will just stop at guess nine. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. Oh, this is driving me crazy. I know who it is. I don't know. All right. Uh, you want me? I'm going to give you his regular season stats from this past season. That's not, that's not going to help. I, I, I know who it like. I know exactly who the player is, but I don't know his name. He what went to last, Ohio State. What is his last name, Sarath? B. It does start with B. And it's not is it Brown? No. No. He went to Ohio State. Mm, let's see. What is his first name start with? J. JB. 
He's only played for the Dolphins. That's I know. The only he's, I, he's I, I, he, he just signed a contract with him this past offseason. I know who it is. Oh, hit me with it. Jerome Baker. That's who it is. Oh, it's going to drive me. I knew exactly who it was. It was going to drive me. Why is he not? There he is. I'm almost certain he signed a contract this offseason or last offseason. That's going to drive me. Now I'm going to have to look that up. I knew exactly who it was, too. I watched him in the Saints game last um, two years ago. And it was talking about, like, how, like, it's Jerome Baker and then, like, no one else. And it, okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. But you, let's get into the outro. We've been doing this for way too long. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Pigskin Project this week. Like we've said, if you are interested in hopping on the show, please join us for our draft show next week. Um, and we'll be reaching out to a few people as well um, mm-hmm. to be getting some people on. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Also, stay tuned for our mock draft if you're watching live. If not, uh, go ahead and tap onto that. It's going to be our final realistic mock draft of the offseason. Very, very exciting news. Um, I believe we're only doing the first round tonight just because of day one, uh, just yep. to project what's going on. So, Without further ado, we'd like to thank Overtime Sports Network that we talked about so kindly at the beginning. Uh, Uppercuts Grooming, which, I mean, I think the fade's looking pretty nice today. Yes. Um, And not only that, but um, I believe, actually, oh, yeah, Spotify for podcasters. You know, they're important. They help Mm -hmm. us get out our material to you guys. So, without further ado, this has been your Pigskin Project for this week. Next week is only the draft show. So, there will not be a regular episode. We will cover every part of news or anything like that. Major headlines, if yeah. there are any, on Thursday next week. Um, so that's actually going to be my last little fun fact. My last show at this place right here. So this that's awesome. This, this background is going to be a little bit different after the draft show. So. Um, <coughs> something to kind of look out for behind the scenes, but yes, absolutely. Tune into our draft show and we'll see you guys in the mock draft. If not next week, have a good one guys.